From the food we eat, the air we breathe, the land we dwell, to the health of our body and mind and the well-being of all things in the universe. Unlock the science with Chula Radio Plus. Welcome to Unlock the Science. I'm Viradas Alim. Every adult was once a child. Were you a child who grew up with love and care, having all your needs met, or were you a child raised by parents or caregivers who neglected your needs and physically, verbally, or sexually abused you? And made you feel like no one in your family loved you. If you were a child in the latter circumstance and had experienced those moments intensively or chronically throughout your childhood, it is likely that you have adverse childhood experiences or ACEs, which share a similar definition with another term many of us might be more familiar with: childhood trauma. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, or CDC, the National Public Health Agency of the United States government, adverse childhood experiences or ACEs are potentially traumatic events that occurred in childhood before turning 18 years old. It can be the experience of violence, abuse, or neglect, witnessing violence in the home or community, or having a family member attempt or die by suicide. The child's environment that undermines their sense of safety, stability, and bonding is also one of the risk factors of ACEs. It can be growing up in a household with problems of substance use or mental health, or experiencing instability due to parental separation or household members being in prison. According to a survey across 23 states in the United States, published in 2018 by the CDC. Three in five of American adults reported that they had experienced one ACE during childhood, while nearly one quarter reported that they had experienced three or more. Preventing ACEs is a priority for the CDC, as these experiences can have negative, lasting effects on health, well-being, and opportunity of children as they enter their adult life. Exposures to traumatic experiences can disrupt healthy brain development, affect social skill development, compromise immune systems, and can lead to substance abuse and other unhealthy coping behaviors. In childhood disrupted, the book revealing how what we experience as adults is so inextricably linked to our childhood traumatic experiences. Donna Jackson Nakasawa, an author and science journalist, pointed out. The studies on ACEs show a clear specific link between childhood adversity and the adult onset of physical disease and mental health disorders. Evidence shows that exposures to traumatic events, which create chronic stress to children, can increase risks of health problems as they try to cope when growing into adulthood. Compared to people whose needs were met with love and care from parents or caregivers. Adults who experience adversity in their childhood are likely to have injury, mental health problems, and a wide range of chronic diseases, which are leading causes of early death, such as cancer, diabetes, heart disease, and suicide. ACEs and associated social determinants of health, such as living in under-resourced or racially segregated neighborhoods, frequently moving, and experiencing food insecurity. Can cause toxic or prolonged stress, 
which can negatively affect children's brain development, immune systems, and stress response systems. This can affect children's attention, decision making, and learning. Therefore, ACEs can also negatively impact education, employment, and earnings potential of children as they grow into adulthood. Children growing up with toxic stress may have difficulty forming healthy and stable relationships. They may also have unstable work histories as adults and struggle with finances, jobs, and depression throughout their life. These effects can also be passed on to their own children, creating a circle of adversity and its negative impacts. According to the CDC, the total economic and social costs of ACEs to families, communities, and society is in the hundreds of billions of dollars each year. To understand more about childhood traumatic experiences and their effects on adult life, I talked to Assistant Professor Dr. Natasuda Tepan, Dean of Faculty of Psychology, Chulalongkorn University, who also shares some psychological solutions with us. Could you help us understand what childhood trauma is, and in what ways children can develop traumas? Let's think about maybe someone that three years old. I have my kids; he's three years old right now, so he wants someone to hug him, to taking care of him, to make sure that it's safe around here. But if you think about someone who got abuse, like physical abuse by the caregiver, and doesn't. Doesn't care about his or her feelings. Just like you keep crying, you're scared, but no one hold you. And like in the the same house, you have someone who might just like very aggressive, very violent. We can see it in the news here in Thailand, right? That's a real traumatic experience. Trauma can be like first thing can be something that we call abuse. Can be physical abuse, emotional abuse, and sexual abuse. Abuse it means someone do something to you, right? But second type is neglect. Like you, you're supposed to have someone taking care of you, but you don't have. You just keep crying. No one feeding you. No one changing your diaper. Not only physical neglect, but also emotional neglect. Like you're supposed to know that you be loved by your parent, but you never feel that feeling. So that's also traumatic experience. And the last one that uh, can be count as trauma is like the household that uh, your parent might have like mental illness. Someone might treat you like your parents. I use the word parent because it can be both mom and dad or some like caregiver treat you violently. Someone who might like have substance abuse, so that can be count as trauma. So when when we talk about trauma like this, it It expand like the definition of trauma on your mind. So it's about human interaction. There is this concept of adverse childhood experiences or ACEs mm-hmm. and the implications that uh, they can have on adults, like how childhood trauma that you mentioned can affect our brains and also therefore our behaviors, even mm-hmm. also the physical and mental health. Mm-hmm. Could you help us uh, understand more about this concept? When you use the word adverse. Childhood experience actually is a study that happened in the U.S. that studied the effect of the traumatic experience that happened during the childhood year. But the important question that you asked me, like, it happened when you were young. Does it gonna stay still when you grow up to be adult, like 30 years old, 40 years old, 20 years old? Um, 
if you think about like when we define trauma, when you talk about trauma for, with the psychologist, you know, trauma is like a scar. When it happens, it's going to be scar, but it's in yourself, it's inside. It's going to affect the way you perceive the world and the way that you perceive yourself when you are in a traumatic experience something that we call stress hormone going to be very high. And if you be, be re-traumatized so many times, it seems like your brain going to have that hormone all the time to protect you. You don't have to experience it. So many of us might be living in the survival mode of the brain yes. since young or something like that. Especially if you be re-traumatized, if the traumatic experience, if you're still there and... You know, when it happened to any of us, the brain going to respond to it because it can be called as stress that hit you. And then one side of the brain going to respond to it that help you protect you to just like stick there and it just stay there. And it does not move. It's called emotional brain part. And then you just stuck to that experience. But when someone asks you about what happened to you, what happened to you, could you help us know in terms of talk therapy? You cannot talk about it because it's still stuck in the emotional brain. It doesn't move to the uh, logical brain part. So we talk about victim of traumatic experience, like for example, um, the human trafficking victim. So like you've been there for a very long time. So your brain might be in that part. And this can be a result that when someone asks you in investigation, what happened? You don't know, you cannot identify. Even like the victim of rap, like asks you what happened? It's just like over or foggy. So that's, that's not because they don't want to share with you, but it's because a traumatic experience to them. And that's there the automatically that your brain and your body protect yourself. Even you grow up already. If something will happen to me when I was four, when I was four years old and now I'm 44 years old, I should not feel anything. But you know, there's something called trigger, something that quite close to this experience happened to me. I'm going to like try to escape unconsciously, don't know what happened to me so that's why ACES at worst childhood experience it's very strong research because it show you know you might not know what happened I'd be able to identify what happened at that moment but it affects you already and it's carry on so the traumatic experience that happened to you when you were young and if you don't do anything maybe it's I don't like to say this, but based on the research, you're going to do something to others as well, because it might be the only one where you, you know how it can be done in terms of relationship, in terms of like taking care of others. Like if your parent hits you, if you don't aware of it, you might carry on that pattern and do it to your kids because it's only one way, you know. If we're going to look at it in different ways, like a generational trauma that has been passed on from like our parents' parents and then, you know, parents' parents and to us. And then the question is how to cut this circle to not um, pass it on to our children. I think from my experience, the thing that I'm highly recommend is aware just aware of it, that you have this, you feel bad about this, this thing happened to you, but you know, this is quite tricky. It's just very simple, awareness, just aware of it. I can say just in like one second, but actually it's not easy to become 
aware of the thing that happened to you in the past. What are approaches or treatments available out there for people that experience like bad childhood uh, in the past? There's a lot of approaches, but like the one that's been very famous is called CBT, Cognitive Behavior Therapy. And like when you talk about traumatic experience, CBT being used a lot because it changed the way you perceive the world. CBT will change maladaptive thought pattern. So you will be able to see the world different way. And that the one can be count. And when you talk about traumatic experience, especially with the children, Play therapy or expressive therapy also been very famous. If you listen to me and you think, oh, I want to change this thing happened to me. I might have traumatic experience in the past. I think I, I, I can say we cannot change the past, but we can change the way we perceive it in this moment. It doesn't mean you cannot do anything with it. From the thing that we are talking right now, it's not your fault if the bad thing happened to you when you were young. It's our, I use the word our duty to do something with it. We can work on it. We can change the way you perceive yourself. We can change the way you perceive other. We can let you experience the traumatic that and just letting that go. And it's going to change the way you live your life. That is the conversation I have with Assistant Professor Dr. Natasuda Tepan, Dean of Faculty of Psychology, Jolalangon University. We will take a short break now. You are listening to Unlock the Science on Chula Radio Plus. First childhood experiences can also have huge and long-term impacts on future violence victimization and perpetration. According to the National Child Traumatic Stress Network, a network of frontline providers, family members, researchers, and national partners created by Congress of the United States in 2000, traumatic experiences can set in motion a cascade of changes in children's lives that can be challenging and difficult. This is because traumatic experiences leave a legacy of reminders that may persist for years, making it hard for individuals to change how they react to the situations or how they perceive themselves and other people. These reminders or triggers are linked to aspects of the traumatic experience, its circumstances, and its aftermath. Children or adults with ACEs may be reminded by persons, places, things, situations, anniversaries, or by feelings such as renewed fear or sadness. Physical reactions like increased heart rate or bodily sensations can also serve as reminders as well. Some of us witnessed Will Smith hitting Chris Rock on stage during the 94th Oscar ceremony held in March 2022. This incident happened after Rock made a joke about the hair of Smith's wife, who had openly shared her struggle with hair loss due to alopecia and autoimmune disorder. The assault resulted in Will Smith being banned from the Oscars and other Academy events for 10 years. While discussions at the time were about people approving or disapproving of Smith's violent reaction, Dr. Melissa Hankins, an American psychiatrist, pointed out that what Smith did was a trauma response. A trauma response can take many forms, which include verbal or physical violence. It can also be in a form of working endless hours without taking time off for yourself, 
not setting boundaries around your time and energy because you are worried about confrontation or upsetting other persons, or having to do everything perfectly, as it was how you were conditioned during your childhood that in order to get love and care from parent figures, you needed to excel in school. In her article published on KevinMD.com, a platform that shares insights for medical practitioners, Dr. Hankins explained that when a person has experienced trauma from their childhood, his brain and body store that traumatic memory in ways that aspects of that memory can be reactivated by present-day interactions and situations. In the case of Will Smith, He detailed in his autobiography that he witnessed physical violence at home as a child. Here is what Smith wrote in his book. When I was nine years old, I watched my father punch my mother in the side of the head so hard that she collapsed. I saw her spit blood. That moment in that bedroom, probably more than any other moment in my life, has defined who I am. Within everything that I have done since then, the awards and accolades, the spotlights and attention, the characters and the laughs, there has been a subtle string of apologies to my mother for my inaction that day, for failing her at the moment, for failing to stand up to my father, for being a coward. Dr. Hankins explained that when Chris Rock made a joke about Will Smith's wife on the Oscars stage, It triggered a split-second assessing of that earlier memory when he was nine years old and was unable to protect his mom, the woman he loved. Therefore, Will Smith's reaction at the Oscars can be understood as that of the nine-year-old traumatized little boy who simply reacted in the way that he wanted to react back then to protect his mom from that violent action. When being triggered. A traumatized person is processing on a subconscious or unconscious level of the current event through the filter of that past trauma. This means that the person is experiencing things as if they are right back in that previous circumstance of trauma once again. As a result, they are reacting emotionally, physically, or verbally from that place of trauma. To understand more about how the brain plays an important role in how our behaviors and responses in the present are caused by what happened in the past, I talked to Dr. Pot Tamapira, a lecturer at Faculty of Psychology, Jalalongon University, whose expertise is cognitive neuropsychology. To understand the implications of childhood trauma through the lens of cognitive neuropsychology, what happens to the brain of the child who experiences terrible events? Childhood trauma is more like people who experiencing chronic stress and has been exposed to prolonged stress for like a long period of time, and then what's happening is that. For the child who their brain haven't really fully developed and they experience a lot of stress, this can have an impact on their brain structures. For example, prefrontal cortex that is relating to planning, decision making, hippocampus that is relating to memory, amygdala that is relating to emotions. These brain regions has been found to have like. A reduced volume and have a thinner cortical than other children that haven't experienced childhood trauma. 
for child abuse. The child who experiencing childhood trauma throughout their childhood, when comparing to the normal child, they tend to have like a lower working memory capacity. They have a problem with response inhibition and also emotional processings, and it's also affecting their executive functions. Executive function is the things that really important to the child because it's involved all the cognitive functions that a person might need. For example, like um, abilities to planning things, making a decision about something, paying attention to things that they need to attend to at a time. They always think alternative things that might happen to them. They always thought of the worst before um, the positive side. Most of the time, they assume the worst, so that makes them protect themselves. It's just like a normal functions that we usually do. We protect ourselves, and that sometimes might makes them um, have a certain response that is not really nice to other people. And is that um, is that the way that the brain remembers things in the past, and then create that mechanism, like a protective mechanism for that child to respond to every situation that might uh, remind them of bad things that happened before, right? The way we think, the way we act, most of the time is come from our experience. We remember that. If this thing happens, then what what will be happen next? If things that is gonna happen is the things that we don't really like, we'll try our best to protect ourselves from from that thing that we don't like. That's how we remember to act. It's just like an automatic response. We act it right away, and that act is come from our. Our experience that we have, and it's come from our instinct. Could you maybe elaborate more, like what part of the brain that, um, like, makes that kind of traumatic responses happen? That should be the prefrontal cortex that is relating to how we plan, we make decisions, and of course, it would be relating to our hippocampus that is relating to our memory. And another part of the brain that is relating to this should be the amygdala that is relating to our emotion, especially fear. So when we are confronting something that we are afraid of, this will be activated with the hippocampus, and our prefrontal cortex is also activated. In order to, for us to execute that actions, that response towards the things that we are afraid of. I was just thinking that when we were young, and then we experienced trauma, like bad events, bad events, mm-hmm. right? And then going on into adulthood, things actually change, environments actually change, but the brain still remember the same thing, and it makes us respond the same way. Like you say, that it mm-hmm. can be looked by other people that we like uh, overreacting or something like that. Yeah, I think it's because the trauma that 
someone might experience in their childhood might be too much for them, and it's just like stick in there. It won't go anyway. You know, our our memory, like everyday memory, it comes and go. We remember and then we forget. For example, like if I was to ask you what did you eat yesterday, you might already forget about it. Because it's the things that is not really significant to your life, but then because this childhood trauma or abuse that ones might experience, it's something that is really bad to them, and especially when they are just like a kid, it's really really hard for them, and it's just like a significant memory and experience that they have. So it's. It really difficult for them to just like ignore it, not think about it. So that's why our brain remember. Our brain remembers because our brain do not want us to feel that way again and try to prevent ourselves from being at that position in order to survive. And once something is triggered, it happens. It's come back again. So that's why it's called traumatic. It's not something like it comes and go. It's just it's in there. For many of us in our adulthood who have realized that who we are and how we think and respond to situations and even our health conditions partly are constructed and caused by traumatic events that happened in our childhood. There are different approaches available out there to help us, like what Dr. Natasuda said. That these days there are more research being studied about effects of childhood traumatic experiences on our adulthood life. For many of us who have become parents or want to be, and are afraid that our children would experience adverse events, the good news is ACEs are preventable. Fortunately. Even when children experience a traumatic event, they don't always develop traumatic stress. Many factors contribute to symptoms. Also, protective factors at the child, family, and community levels can reduce the adverse impact of trauma. Creating and sustaining safe, stable, nurturing relationships and environments for all children and families can prevent ACEs and help all children reach their full potential. According to strategies studied and shared by the CDC, in order to prevent adverse childhood experiences, the first method is to strengthen economic supports for families, as research shows that parents facing financial hardship are more likely to experience stress, depression, and conflict in their relationships and family, all of which compromise parenting and increase the risks for violence and other ACEs. Meanwhile, it is also important to change social norms that accept or allow indifference to violence and adversity. Last but not least, when ACEs happen to children, it is crucial to intervene and lessen immediate and long-term harms. Timely access to effective care, support, and treatment for children and families can help mitigate the health and behavioral consequences of ACEs, strengthen children's resilience. And break the cycle of adversity. I love the science. Would like to thank Assistant Professor Dr. Natasuda Teipan and Dr. Pot Tamapira, both from Faculty of Psychology, Jualongon University, for sharing knowledge and their thoughts about childhood trauma. I hope you enjoy our program. 
You can listen to Unlock the Science on Jula Radio Plus at FM 101.5 every Saturday from 1 p.m. to 1:30 p.m. You can also listen and follow us on our website curadio.jula.ac.th and our Facebook page. Our show is also accessible as podcasts, including on Apple and Spotify. See you again next Saturday. Have a nice day. Unlock the Science is edited and produced by Sinfa t u n s o r a w u d 